Welcome to Quirky Gems Podcast. It's great to have you here. Join me, Gem Swallow, every Friday as I talk happiness and living life to the fullest. I talk about what I try and what I come across, along with mindset and motivation, health and fitness. That's Quirky Gems Podcast every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hitting rock bottom. Everly is admitted to the psych unit. Can things get any worse? At the height of her despair, sunlight peeps through the thick, overcast skies. Isn't that awful hospital unit? She meets two of the most wonderful men. Both are willing to do whatever it takes to win her heart. The inspirational romance, written by Marjorie Joseph. Depression and Wishes. Paperback available on Amazon and Gem Binkley. Mentally and the diagnosis of oral cancer. Hi, I am Gem and this is Quacky Gem's podcast. I believe that we're going to do other episodes. I want to talk about how it has been on me mentally because I feel like I have to get it out. It's so big and it might just help someone out. So, when you hear this, it will be two weeks past diagnosis. <laughs> and as my other half would say, we're in this. We're in it. We, you know, I. <laughs> my other half said the other day. In the last week or so, we've gone from talking about funerals to talking about fighting with treatment. There's been so much. But I have gone from having health conditions and going out maybe twice a week to going out more than that and having to deal with something I've never dealt with before. And that most people pray that they don't have to. So, mentally, it has been a roller coaster. It's been exhausting. I've cried a lot. I've, when I first discovered about it, I wanted hugs all the time. And it didn't help that <laughs> I was close to my period as well. So yeah, hormones and that. I mean, mother nature can be a right cow, but how are you supposed to deal with the fact you have something and you don't think it was ever going to happen to you? I, I figured that I'm a podcaster. It's my job to relay your facts and answer questions. Because you never know, someone might know someone that is going through something. And if you know someone that has it, it's like, oh, okay, I know about that. I've gone from thinking I might need end-of-life care, thinking and researching funerals and funeral plans, 
wear the set on my asses and these are all fine. They don't bother me because it's a part of life. Death can worry people. To me, it never has. I'm not bothered by it. But it's been a hell of a roller coaster when you're looking at your mortality and hard when you're talking about the fact you might not be here and you're looking at the people who are most in the world and they want you here. They want to laugh with you, they want to cry with you, they want to share things with you, they want you in their life. And before, it was a given, you were there, and now there's a little thing in your body that's trying to kill you. It wants to spread. It's aiming for your organs, and it wants to take over. I... I... Today, it's been... Yesterday, I found... Well, not yesterday, the day before, I found out where it is, which helped. I also consult him if I take a picture of it. That helps. Because it puts it into perspective. The pain is with the weather. Over here it's damp and cold. That doesn't help. I've never been here before with this weather. But having cancer and this, it's not something I recommend. But... <laughs> Today has been a day where I want to look at something else. I'm looking for a balance. I want, okay, in my head, I've been at the hospital so many times this week. I get a weird feeling every time I look at a hospital bed because it's a place where people live and die. Um, how many times in a hospital bed someone has laid there and thought, I'm going to die in the fear? And when I go into a ward or apartment I can feel that but being home one thing I know is it's my sanctuary is normal and I'm fighting to keep it that way I want to be home as much as possible because before sanctuary this was my life I did everything from home and I realize I'm stubborn I want to be able to see this. I want to be able to do a treatment and think, right, I'm going to hospital and coming home and reacting. I want to focus on other things. I know it's rude. I hope that it doesn't last that long. But by, uh, I'm hoping by the end of next year it will be gone. But I want... A balance, I feel off balance. I want I want to focus on what makes me me. So today I felt brave enough to hit record on a podcast episode and I've been knitting. I have orders which are I'm happy about. I've been worried about having energy in the future but we're not there yet. And I think that's a thing, you can plan a lot in advance, but you're not there yet. And I think that's where the anxiety comes in. I have Christmas presents to wrap up, but I haven't had energy because I also have fatigue. I have chronic in them. It's like that was there first. It's like in my body, I have endometriosis, chronic fusions, fibromyalgia, and migraine. 
And if you find Canada's out, they're all looking like, what, you think you're a new guy and you get priority? Come on! That's what it's like. And then you've got me, it's like, I'm always going to maintain you all. I mean, who asked me, you know? But mentally, I'm focused on doing everything day to day. At the moment, the mornings and evenings are hardest because the nights are going in faster and the mornings are cold. But little things like the fact that I made a scarf last week that's keeping my neck warm. I just bought some wool and I'm hoping that arrives tomorrow. I'm going to make myself another scarf and maybe when I start, what's it called? I'm therapy, radiotherapy. If my neck gets red, that might be helpful. You know, it's always good to have scarves, you know. Um, I'm focusing on putting together outfits. I'm still there. My mum tells me every day, you're looking more and more like them. But when you're in a hospital setting, you don't feel like you. Because you feel like vulnerable. You don't know what's coming from one appointment to next. And that's the thing I find hard. I want to know what's happening. I want more input and control over that because in my day-to-day life I have that but maybe going along I might get that if I talk about how it is I'm feeling but I don't want to be hanging with kid gloves I just want to feel independent enough to kick the things off I'm focusing on little things so I'm focusing on putting clothes together I'm excited about trying out a pair of boots that I've got that I haven't worn yet. I'm taking it day by day, but I want to think about other things other than the hospital and appointments. And I want to hold on to the other parts of my life. But mentally, it has been a roller coaster. I look around at my family and think, how are you doing this? Like, I know how it feels for me. I can't control the fact I have it, I don't it, but when I look at my family and I think, how, how are you doing this? Like, you're so strong. I look at my mum, and I look at that, and I look at all my family and think, I don't know how you're doing it. I know how I'm doing it, but it seems like we have a part to play, and we're not faltering. I've tried, and for... I can't do this, you know what I mean? But I have no other option. It isn't one available to me. I have to do this. I want to... I want to be in a place where I think... I beat a little shit. Excuse my friend. I want to be in a place where I think, this is my body. I want, I want it back, you know? My life, I... I think it's that, my other half, I want my life back, but I am in it, I'm just having to face something I didn't think I was going to face, but I'm doing it my way by documenting it. I've been talking about it on Twitter, I'm trying to document it on a podcast, I just hope you can understand me, but a podcast and my creativity is what I am, and that's something I feel I really I want to keep. I don't want to lose that. 
And if I know my body, I'm trubbing. I'm going to fight through finger out to keep it. So if you've just come across my podcast and um, want to find out more, why not follow? Or follow me on Twitter. All the details are coming your way. And, um, yeah. Mentally, it's been harder than other people. Some people have been great. Other people, it's a a shock. I got told it. My way of dealing with it is tell me, then I can figure out what I'm going to do about it. So, tell me what the problem is and I want to find a solution. That's how I go about my life. Some people have had a harder time. There is no right or wrong way. But... I don't want sympathy. I can't deal with sympathy. Support and sympathy are two different things. Sympathy is, oh no, poor you. Support is, whatever you need, I'm there. But you see people around you in a different way. I knew everyone around me was strong. But I remember telling one family member after after I kind of found out about it with cancer and we had a conversation about me possibly dying, what that might look like. And I said to him, I'm still here, I'm still breathing. And today, even though mentally it's been hard, I won't lie, I find it, I'm being hard on myself a little bit because I feel like I should be positive and be like, yeah, but it's hard when you have the weather and it's affecting you and most of my going suffer. It is hard. But I also really know something is coming but it's not here yet. And you also have like Christmas adverts and you think I'm not festive, I don't feel festive at all, but that's okay. I feel like whatever I'm feeling it's okay. I'm I'm okay to kind of go through it and sit with it. I feel like I've come a long way in the past week, but I don't feel like I need outside help. There are charities available. I don't feel like I need their help. I feel like everything I'm getting is happening at home. Basically, I said to my mum and to Jack when I found out I'm focusing on me. The cancer can do what the hell it wants. The treatment will do that thing. But I'm focusing on me. And mum and Jack are saying about, like, keeping my strength up with eating. Well, you can only eat on one side of your mouth. And I'm lucky that I still can. And I've talked about in previous episodes that I'm going to have to have a feeding tube. That's something I'm not looking forward to, but hey. But... Really, it's more, my family are more like, okay, we've got to keep your strength up, okay? We've got to keep your strength up. I'm sorry if you can hear that. My mum just opened the front room door. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to say hi. Hey, mum. No, I doubt I'll get anything from her. Mum. 
I don't know, this is not that it's going quiet. This was coming up stairs, I don't know. Oh, that could have been a moment. Oh, yes, come up stairs. Hey, Mum. Do you want to say hello? Hello. I don't know if you heard that. Give it a hello. Hello. <laughs> She's going to gabble. She's going to appear. <laughs> She's going to kill me. She's bloody right. You know, Mum, you think back to this, you're going to laugh. But, um, yeah, my family are more along the lines of you're our priority. And every day you ask how I'm doing, if I'm, if I get anxious or something, that will nudge me and say, are you alright? But without my family, I don't think I could do this. But outside help, it's not really needed. And yeah, mentally, I just feel like it's a roller coaster, but I do think that's what it's going to be like. Distraction. At the moment, distraction is helping, especially with a pain. I found knitting has been helpful, watching movies, keeping warm, uh, what else? Saying outfits, planning where I'm going to go, <laughs> hairstyles, <laughs> little things like that, little things that basically keep you going. But that is where I'm at mentally, and I hope that. Yeah, it, it might change from one week to next, but at the moment, that's where I'm at. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, here she comes again. <laughs> you just want to be on a podcast, don't you, Mum? You want to be on a podcast, don't you? You want to be on a podcast? No. No? I believe there are thousands of them. But, um,. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and for pressing play. And I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. I'm Jem. This is Quacky Jem Podcast. Get involved on Twitter. It's at Radio Jem.